Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Batch Report. So, as we're in this weird limbo between seasons... Between coronavirus and seasons. Yeah. I feel like we would have already watched the... Or, like, been in the middle of a Bachelorette season had COVID not happened. Yeah. But... As we're waiting for the new American Bachelor, we've been gifted to start. with these best season sh- episodes. Yeah, so we've been like hit or miss, like picking these, like if we're going to watch them, which ones we want to talk about. And there's one Bachelor who I always talk to Andrew about. She always makes fun of him. I always make fun of him. I always make fun of the season. And when he was the greatest season of The Bachelor this week, I was like, we have to watch this, and Andrew has to know who this guy is. Yeah. So, we will be talking about Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. He is from... I am unsure. Latin America. Latin America. I should know. I feel like he's... Speaks Spanish. Yeah. Also, very little English. He was a professional soccer player, and I actually remember when he had been on The Bachelorette, I remember being like, oh, that's a really nice, sweet, charming guy who has a daughter. Because they just showed, like, tiny little yeah. clips of him. Cause he, He's got a daughter. He got sent home, like, halfway through the season. So you only got to see, like, snippets. fun little snippets of him. So going, like, when they picked him as The Bachelor, I was like, this is going to be so fun. Yeah. Like, Juan Pablo is so much fun. And he has the daughter. He has these great family values. He's got an accent. And then... Like, even though he's, like, kind of quirky looking, he's kind of just a quirky dude. I was like, this is going to be pretty good. And then, I feel like the first few episodes when I watched this before, I just found him annoying. Yeah. Like, a little arrogant. And as the season progressed, I just found him to be more and more unbearable and an a-hole. Which, if you know anything, I, about our podcast, I hadn't started watching at this time, so... uh, Yeah. Which is why it was so important for me to make him watch this Greatest Seasons Yeah, because she always quotes that guy. He's okay. But she, then she, right after, she's like, it's okay. And then she'll be like, I hate that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, this is it. So let's talk about some of the ladies he had on his season. Well, why don't you talk about why it's okay? Like, what does that mean? Well, Just so if someone's like, oh, I never caught on to that. What does it mean? What do you mean? What does it mean? Like, what's your... Why does he say that? Like, what does it mean? I feel like he is just so completely closed off when anyone talks to him that that's, like, his go-to phrase. When, like, how some people are like, I'm fine, but they don't actually mean it. He just says, it's okay, but I think he's actually okay, which is what's so, like, weird about it. Yeah, like, it's strange because, like, he'll be like... They'll be like, um, I feel like you don't really have feelings for me and you just keep me around because blah blah so blah I'm gonna go and, he's, home. and then he just says it's okay it's okay they're like like we're down to okay. the top three what do you mean it's okay <laughs> yeah he's just like it's okay <laughs> and they're just like uh did you not hear a word i just said and he's like yes it's he's okay like, it's okay <laughs> It's so silly. They're like looking for something more, you know? Yeah. So his ladies, I want to talk about Charlene. She was the opera singer who I actually did not like on this season at all. Yeah. When I watched it originally, now watching clips of the season back, I'm like, why didn't I like Charlene? So weird. She was a little weird. She was quirky. Like she sang to him their first date. So that's like... He had asked her to sing like her opera. She almost seemed like a little bit curated in a lot of ways because like... They're like, oh, it's Spanish stallion. Yeah, we're going to put like an opera. Like, what do the mm-hmm. Spanish loves? Opera. 
right? Like, almost feels like they try to fit that in there or force force it. But she chose to leave on her own accord because she said he was not mentally stimulating at all. Yeah. Which I and he was. What was his? What did he say about her? He was. It's okay. He was just like, it's okay if you want to leave. It's okay, but you would have gone to hometowns. Like, Mm -hmm. that's basically what he said, and it was like, okay. So instead, he takes Andy. Is yeah, one of them. Andy to hometown. So she kind of like got it as default. No, and or she not knows as that, right? Or not. She would have gone to hometowns anyway, but she gets to go to the fantasy suite. Got it. And right, like the very morning after the fantasy suite, they're sitting outside having a conversation, and she's like, "You did not ask me one thing about myself all night. You just talked about yourself nonstop, yeah, all evening." So, like, do you even care about getting to know me? And he was just like, oh, it's okay. It's okay, it's whatever. Okay. And she's like, are you even listening to this conversation? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't want to be here if you're not interested in getting to know me at all. Yeah. Like, this is a two-way road. And he was just like, it's okay if you leave. It's okay. Yeah. And she's like, it's not okay. We're in the top three. For and sure. then she was like, and you said I was only here by default. And he's like, I didn't say... You weren't. You were only here by default. That's a very difficult word for me to say in my mouth. I said that you were barely, like, you were barely asked to come here. Like, yeah. I barely wanted. Like, you were the last on my list of people, basically. Which I mean, I don't know. Uh, so before we jump in, because I know we kind of moved ahead. Do you remember? Is there anything that stuck out at hometowns? Like, do you remember like the families at all? Like, was there anything that was like? I honestly don't remember any of their families at all um, because they didn't show them at all. Because I know in the you watched seasons. like yeah. more in depth version um, of what we watched. I don't remember anything. Like, like who did, did he notable. have his family, or was it like? I mean, I I can't even remember. I'm assuming they met his family. The top two did anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember. It was yeah. so that part of his season was so unmemorable. Yeah. Because the fantasy suites just everything started to blow up. Yeah, it was like overwhelming. Okay. Yeah, so then Andy ends up being the future bachelorette, probably because of that conversation she had with Juan Pablo. Like she was probably on their list of like three or four people they were wanting, and as soon as she had that conversation when she's like, It's not okay. She's like, I'm here for love and yeah, she was not having it. So I also want to talk about Nikki, who was his choice at the end. She was like a pediatric nurse. I remember thinking she was so young at the time. Yeah. In comparison to everyone else on the season. I think she was only like 23. Yeah. Whereas Claire, who was also in the top two, was 32. So it's like they had this huge age yeah. gap. And I also remember her not getting along with a lot of the other girls. So tell me a little bit about... I didn't really get to see too much of Nikki... Aside from them just, like, going on a few dates. And yeah, then, like, like, there was nothing, her. like, that really stuck out about her. In fact, it's almost like the recap just focused on all the drama. Yeah. Which makes sense. But they were, like, focusing more on, like, Andy. And they were focusing a lot on the first girl we talked about, Charlene. Yeah, so... Like, because she stormed out or whatever. Nikki, I remember liking on her season. But I remember being like, oh, I hope she doesn't end up with him in the end. Because she doesn't, like deserve to have to put up with him but that's the thing like i didn't think any of the girls there deserve to have to put up with his she behavior seemed, she seemed like she really wanted kids though didn't she kind of like that's what they were talking claire about claire more so claire wanted it more but then so. they did show nikki saying oh i know i'm really young but i 
put a lot of thought into yeah. what it meant coming here, knowing you had a daughter and if I was ready to be a stepmom. Yeah. She's like, I think I do have a lot of love to give a child. So do you remember how long they were together? Not very long Not at very all. Long. Like <laughs> um, weeks, months? I think they broke up within a few months. Yeah. That's um, kind of what I would imagine. They had gone to the after the final rose thing, which they showed. And Chris was like, oh, so are you guys like happily in love? And Juan Pablo's like, eh, I wouldn't call it that yeah. kind of deal. And Chris Harrison is like, well, are you guys doing all right? Like in your relationship? Like, is this a success? And he's just like, eh. It's okay. And like, you could tell that she was like holding back tears the whole time because he was just like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know. Yeah. And she like was all in. So it's like probably really frustrating to hear a partner yeah. repeatedly be like, I don't know. When he chose her and was like, I have a ring in my pocket, but I'm not going to use it. Oh, yeah. It was, was awful. Like, why? Was why even say way. you have a ring in your pocket? Why yeah. not just say, I don't think I'm ready to get engaged yet, but I'd love to continue oh, yeah, this with you. For sure. That really bugged me because he was like not committed. And that's the whole point is you're supposed to get to a place where you can commit. In some way, at least. Like he didn't even really commit to seeing her afterwards. He's like, I don't want to lose you. And then at the, after the final rose, when he's like, well, are you dating? He's like, eh. eh. Yeah. Like, it was all like, kinda. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. why? Like, whatever, it's like. Why choose her if you're not going to, like, engage, being engaged is like kind of the commitment that the person needs, especially after going through all that. Mm-hmm. You that know, you're like not just going to drop them the second you're back home. Yeah, like, are you going to be going back home and to thinking that this is normal now like you're just dating 12 chicks at a time or like he could have been like i'm not ready to get engaged but here's a promise ring that mm-hmm. like i want to continue this relationship like great that would have like been a great something yeah something. so before we continue we did mention how a lot of the women on the season really wanted kids and whether it's something that you've thought about a lot or you're just starting to think about it or you haven't thought about it at all um you have to think about planning for a baby at some point if you're a woman whether you want to, not, whatever. So, and women are now having children later in life than before, but biology hasn't necessarily changed and we need tools to understand the future of our fertility. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. It was literally so easy. I just pricked my finger, collected some blood, sent it in, and then, was sent results later on and they even have a nurse who's available to like walk you through your results if you don't necessarily understand what you're looking at and traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000 but modern fertility only costs $159 to get the same information and if you go to modernfertility.com slash bash report you can get $20 off your test also if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on modern fertility as well. You'll get insight on how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every hormone means, and you can also talk to the fertility nurse, like I said, which is incredible because a lot of those services don't really give you that option. If you want kids today or maybe one day, you need information to make the decision that's best for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash batch report. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash batch report. Once again, modernfertility.com slash 
batch report. Okay, check it out. So we have to, have to talk about Claire. Yeah, and we kind of left her to the end because we were like, you know what? Well, I mean, she's the next Bachelorette. We had to, like, save the mm. most interesting, I guess, of the women on there. Also, I feel like she was also kind of wronged. Oh, the yeah. The most, too, in a lot of... Like, she should have been let go a lot sooner because of the way that he viewed her. Honestly, I feel like she should have seen herself out before it even got to the fantasy suites. Yeah. When, so... So give the lowdown. What's the lowdown? So Claire came in night one with a fake pregnancy belly, which he, I think, thought she was actually pregnant at the very beginning. And that wasn't a red flag for him, which is a little concerning. Yeah. Until she's like, feel it, feel it. And then she's like, it's fake. But, you know, like, I'd like to have children one day. And... So, like, they started off, she got the first one-on-one date of the season. They took them to, like, this winter wonderland in the middle of L.A., not in winter. Like, they had tons of snow. They had the ice rink. They had the sledding. And I was like, how insane is that? Like, how much did they spend on it? And then it hit me that it was probably the set from, like, a Hallmark movie or, like, some Christmas movie they were filming and then decided to use the set. Could be. For the date as well. It was pretty bizarre. You're like, wait, weren't they just in, like, sunny... LA. LA. Like he put a blindfold on her and all of a sudden they're in the snow. Yeah. Which yeah. I almost feel like that date was a little dis it's I, I guess it would have been a cool date, but it's also like, wow, like how much energy do they use to create like a false atmosphere? Especially when you're in California where you could drive five hours and get to the snow. You know what I mean? So what I think is interesting is at the end of this episode they were talking to Claire. Because she's obviously the new Bachelorette. But they're doing it all from a resort where they've been in quarantine. And she was like, I'm actually glad that I'm doing it all from a resort. Because people aren't just here to travel. Or like to go on crazy dates. Like a lot of people go on those shows because they're looking forward to the travel or the dates. Yeah. So if they're actually there because they want to find love and not because they're there for the experience. Although I do kind of feel like The Bachelor has headed in the direction of like people just wanting to be social media like, stars or yeah, whatever. For so sure. It's like you're not really getting authentic people anymore. You're getting more like charismatic people that actually aren't really trying to settle down. They're just trying to live like a lavish lifestyle. Which she actually had called out a bunch of her guys because they had like released the cast list because they were about to start filming. Yeah. And then everything got shut down because of COVID. Oh yeah. So because of COVID, everything getting shut down like the list of guys had still been released. So a lot of them were going on Cameo and a bunch of other sites and being like, oh, I'm on the next season of The Bachelor. I'll do a video for you for 30 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. See, that's I'm a future Bachelor star. And she she called them out on social media and was like, you haven't even been on the show yet. Yeah. And you're saying you're a Bachelor star. Like, Like, how am I supposed to think you coming into the house when you're obviously just there for the clout? So they did end up cutting some of the guys that were doing it. That's good. Because they realized that she obviously was going to... I get, like, the producers being like, we want a couple people that aren't there for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, like, just for the drama kind of thing. Well, then the guy they picked as The Bachelor for the next season was one of the guys that had done that. He's Uh, best friends with Tyler. Oh, gosh. And that's their first black Bachelor. Even though I wish... There were so many great black contestants they've had in the past that I would have loved to see as The Bachelor. So I'm like, why did you pick this 25-year-old who is always hanging out with supermodels with his buddy who's 
It's like clearly like, not there for the right reasons. I don't know. Yeah. It makes me uneasy. It's but... like he has a very unlikely chance to end up with somebody in a forever scenario, which is supposed to be the point of The Bachelor. The Bachelorette is like help people find I'm love. like, he would have done much better on Bachelor in Paradise probably. So. Yeah. But back to Claire, they are having like a pretty decent relationship back and forth. It looks like she's really into him. He seems pretty into her. And then they have the fantasy suite date and stuff. And... They show him say something in the helicopter, which I don't know is if it's the quote that she mentions later on him saying, but basically he said, I love effing you, but I don't love you, or I don't love you, but I love Oh, yeah, you, he was kind of crass in the way that he told women stuff, too, is another yeah. thing I noticed. Yeah. Like, he would say it very, and it would make, like, an uncomfortable atmosphere. And she, like, got off the helicopter, and I don't know if that's when he said that or if he said that quote later and he had said something else in the helicopter but she said he had said something that made her so uncomfortable and like made her question their entire relationship because he obviously didn't know her at all and like i don't know so at that point i remember watching the show and thinking that she was going to leave and hoping she left yeah but then she chooses to stay he sweet talks her into like going to the final rose ceremony because he's like, I can't wait to get married to you and have children with you. And then she shows up to the rose ceremony and he dumps her. And that's when she flipped out and said, I would hate, like, I would never want the father of my children to act like you do. Oh yeah, for sure. And then she ended up going on. He was like, the whole time he's like, it's okay. She ended up going on a few other of the Bachelor spinoffs, like Bachelor Winter Games and mm-hmm. stuff in the past, like between when she was on this and when she got picked as the Bachelorette. So it like kind of kept her in your mind a little bit, but I had not even thought of her as a possibility. Yeah. Until they actually picked her, which she's from Sacramento and we were living in Sacramento this past year. So I had made an appointment to get my hair done by her. And then my appointment ended up being like right after they shut everything down from COVID anyway. Yeah. But then at that same time, they announced that she was the bachelorette. So it would have been canceled regardless because she would have been gone filming. But I was like, man, she could have done my hair before. Gotten all the tea before she went on the bachelorette. For sure. Um, so what do you think about her? I actually really like her. And I really like her social media and stuff because she's someone who never tried to be an Instagram or social media star after being on the show. Like, she's someone who was on the show, went on a few spinoff shows, but still went back to her normal job, her she's normal life. She's trying to live life normally, yeah. Like, she lives in Sacramento. She's a hair colorist or whatever. And she, she, I like, bet she probably didn't get too much flack either. Like, I don't think a lot of people threatened her. You know how, like, sometimes people well, get threatened. Well, luckily, when Juan Pablo was on, it was, like, sort of still the dawn of social media. So people weren't just going on and trolling people from The Bachelor oh, on social yeah, media at that Yeah, that's true. Point. This was a while ago that this happened. So yeah, this was 10 years ago or something mind. now. Yeah. So it's, like... It's, like, yes, social media was about, but it's not... But it people wasn't on the point MySpace where, and stuff, they were just hanging out, maybe yeah. a little Facebook chatting with your friends, but you weren't going on there and bashing people from television shows. No. Like, to their face. Or, I mean, you were basically just trying to build your own social media platform trying to figure out where you belong well and at that point it wasn't even a big deal to have a bunch of friends or followers i definitely feel like we have the troll it's like troll generation like we definitely have trolls on yeah on um the internet yeah like internet bullying is way way different than when we were yeah in high school like instant messenger was 
what it was all about. I know. And, like, I remember just, like, people pretending to be other people yeah. on Instant Messenger. And that was, and that like, was a big deal. The big yeah. deal. So it'll be interesting to see if she chooses to, like, grow the social media thing after she's The Bachelorette or if she's just going to still continue to go back to her normal life. But also what we know is that she's technically only on The Bachelorette for the first two or three episodes. Yeah. Because she found love after 10 days and got engaged and then they replaced her with Tasia for the rest oh, of The yeah. Bachelorette. So she found love right away, which even more solidifies that, like, she is not just there to get famous. You know what I mean? she had been talking to the guy, I guess, between when they released the cast list and when they actually started filming because there was like that three, four Sounds months. like she found a great guy. And... If you think about it, he's like, yeah, I'll go with you. Like, before the show even airs. So he had like reached out to her and they had been chatting, even though they weren't supposed to, I guess. But at that point, I think she thought her season was just going to be canceled altogether, which is why she was like, pursuing that a little bit yeah so then after 10 days i guess they just recommended because at first they made it seem like she refused to like, oh, yeah, go yeah. on and i guess what happened is the producers were like it's very obvious to us who your favorite is who you want to be with who you're actually going to be successful with and it's going to be a boring season if it's very obvious from the first yeah. episode and you're not interested in the other men at I all i wonder if they still and, like gave them a ring and like I think I believe they did. Yeah. I think they did a whole engagement they, like, thing. Did the right thing. But okay. I think they said, "We don't want to waste your time. We don't want to waste the viewers' time." I wouldn't. I would be curious just to see like a short, like kind of how they did the best of seasons. Mm-hmm. Just see like a one episode of her whole season kind of. Well, thing. I think they're going to do it in the first or a couple like, episodes week, basically. Yeah. So they'll probably do like two longer episodes the first week, and then. We'll probably get Tasia yeah. so after. I, you did mention that there's going to be two Bachelorettes. Yes, but at different times. Oh, okay. So, like, Claire gets engaged, and then they had to put Tasia into quarantine. Got it, yeah. And then once she was done with quarantine, they so started So it's Tasia filming. and Claire. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But then I also know that Hannah Ann was on set. Oh, my gosh, again. Becca was on set. They had like, a... Hannah Ann, retire already. We don't want to see you. So, what I'm thinking is maybe at the end of this, they recorded, as people got booted, kind yeah. of like a Bachelor in Paradise type scenario yeah. from the resort so that they have something if they can't film another season right away. Like, Hannah Ann is kind of, like, on my nerves as much as Pilot Pete. Yeah. You know, like, she's just right up there with, like, you are here just to get attention. Like, you're not here... To find love like this is your job now you know what i mean like you're a guest appearance on the bachelor bachelorette yeah so that's all we have for you guys this week but we do have a special little snippet episode about boonga boonga this new wandry show so you should give that a listen we have a special sneak peek yeah. and then you can click the link in the show notes for that and go and listen to the podcast for free or just stay tuned because it should come on right after this yeah So enjoy, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.